Okay, this topic has been probably the most explored topic over, let's say, the last six months. The pandemic is is done. Um, we got our freedom back uh, for most. Um, a lot of people are working from home. Social circles have potentially really shrunk. Then there's the idea of well, um, we have social media to the next level. We've gotten so used to having social media in our vicinity that when I'm in the tube across London or I'm traveling, I just notice how many people are so absorbed in their phones. And it's really hard for me to hear from people that... They sometimes say, well, I'm so distracted and I'm constantly on my phone. I must have ADHD. A, please get that out of your head. <laughs> it's a complete disservice to, not disservice, it's, it's ableism to its highest degree that you would correlate the two. But on the other hand, people with ADHD are struggling currently with consumption. Consumption of social media, consumption of diet culture, consumption of expectation, of productivity, whatever that means. Um, career, comparison, fame, influence, all these areas. And I'd love to discuss this. You know, what are we doing with our consumption? How much are we allowing our personal lives, our amazing energy to be spent on things that really may be detrimental to our health, to our well-being, to our community, our friends. And I think it's just an unspoken topic which is incredibly, incredibly impactful to our society. And I'm seeing the results firsthand right now and I think it's like this epidemic that is manifesting now. People are truly telling me I'm six, seven hours on my phone every single day. I don't even remember what I consumed out of a one and a half hour podcast this morning. I can barely take, a, you know, pick up a, um, a book and properly read without checking my phone or knowing, maybe even searching for something that I've just read. And it's just, obviously it has its benefits, obviously. You know, many of us have learned so much on our ADHD, our health, our travel plans, love, finding love, uh, finding friendships through social media. But it's almost gone to the next level of not being helpful anymore. And personally, it really, really, it's scaring me a bit. I know that there's hope and I'm a, I try and be as optimistic as possible, but um, I I took a step back myself from social media because I just realized this is just so all-consuming. Um, it's even harder when you have eyeballs on your content and you have to speak or be respectful of everyone's kind of opinions and that's almost a near impossible to hold. But mostly the consumption, the idea that how many hours is spent on this app or on these apps? 
And if you're listening to this and you're on your phone and you may be scrolling at the same time, I actually want you to freaking stop. Like stop right now. If you want to do the best possible loving, caring thing for your ADHD brain, it's to pause. It's not comfortable. It's not easy. But it's definitely not made easier when you're consuming at the rate of, you know, such a high degree. And I want you to think, if I want to consume so that it nourishes me, it makes me feel confident, makes me feel like I am you know, practicing some form of mindfulness and I'm nourishing myself. What the hell do you need to get off your social media platforms? Who do you need to unfollow? Who do you need to follow? What is your feed like? What apps remain on your phone? Which ones go on to your laptop? Which ones go on an iPad? Wherever you need to put these. It's just... A conscious decision that I would say, I remember actually a few sessions where people um, said, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And and then they didn't, uh, which was to clean up their social media. However you do that, muting people, unfollowing people, refollowing, whatever. They didn't because it's really, really uncomfortable at the start. So one of the one of the things I did with a few clients is I sat with them and decided on decided with them what values they want to uphold a in their personal life b at work and then also c is this aligning or are these values aligning to how I'm consuming social media or any any form of learning because we always revert back to well I'm learning on the app well Are we learning if we're consuming at a rate where nothing is sticking? So, yeah, I'm I'm quite passionate about this. I can hear my own energy and voice kind of be quite, you know, affirming um, and strong. But it's because I actually believe so much in that it's such a disease. It's it's actually a serious addiction that we all are just normalizing. And there's this incredible um, individual, her name popped out of my head, and I'm obviously here really trying to focus on (laughs) recording this so I don't have a screen in front of me. But it's called The Dopamine uh, Nation. It's a book written by a Stanford University professor who is just an incredible human being, um, appeared on Emma Chamberlain's podcast, yeah, and was so loving in the way that she spoke about the addiction of social media and compassionately because she herself has noticed her own addictions appear in different areas. So if you take anything away from this episode, it's like, what do I want to change on this front, like, how do I want to consume differently? What do I want to consume differently? Just, yeah, if, it, if it's the first time you've been thinking about this, great. Then then I've helped you to wonder. Um, 
And I want to send you a big hug on this very hot day. If you're listening to this in the winter, thankfully. Um, And I hope to see you in the next episode. Make sure to be subscribed.